What is the big deal about retreats? So greetings goddesses and brujas and witches and priestesses and magical women of the divine forest. Today we are discussing retreats. Retreats, retreats, retreats. So I'm right in the midst of planning a retreat, a pretty big one. It's my first retreat in Africa and I will be taking 12 women to the beautiful country of Tanzania. Tanzania is a country that is located in East Africa and one that boasts of the tallest mountain in Africa, Mount Kilimanjaro, and has beautiful white sandy beaches. The retreat that I will be taking the 12 women on is really centered around luxury. It is a two-week retreat, 14 days, and the whole purpose is to allow all of the attendees to just completely relax and refill their energetic cup. One thing that I will say about surviving through this pandemic, surviving through all of these political changes is that it's taken a lot out of you. It's taken a lot out of me. 2020 was a year. We all know how rough it's been. And one thing that we we can kind of take for granted is how isolating it's been. Um, I know that some people have a tendency to pride themselves on being isolated. I saw one meme very recently that said, you know how much of a loner you are when we go on lockdown and your life doesn't really change much. And to be honest, I can relate in many ways to my life not changing much. Yet at the same time, I am acutely aware of how much of a contribution it is to be in communion with other people. I am acutely aware and appreciative of how valuable having people in my life is. I am aware of how much love I receive, not just internally, but externally from those who love and care about me. I think that there is something to be said about the association that we could have with isolation or alone time. We can associate that with self-help. We can associate that with making progress in a particular way, but only when it's very intentional. That's when you're actually doing something. Just being alone, just for the sake of being alone, can often promote an underlying layer of loneliness. It can make it hard, actually, to be around others because there's a lack of familiarity. And when I speak about being alone or being in isolation, I'm not criticizing 
that from a standpoint of subjecting yourself to people who drain you. I'm very aware that there are levels to people in this world. And some people are just draining. Some people will drain all of your energy. And I absolutely understand that. I am speaking about being in isolation versus being around people who genuinely love, energize, and care about you. And I'm saying that when presented with two options, one on the one hand being alone and being isolated and the other being with others who love and care about you genuinely, then the way that you can continuously evolve and rise is by being around those who have genuine intentions. That's something that we can see proven through statistics, through studies about people and their circles, people in their communities. It, it's, it's, it's something that's necessary for humans. It, it really um, has become such a part of modern culture. It's become so popularized to believe that isolation is the way, the truth, and the light. And it's interesting. I, um, on one of my travels, I met a young goddess really beautiful young goddess who I enjoyed being around and enjoyed hanging out with. And we were living in the same Airbnb for a time. And when it came time for me to leave, I decided to go ahead and get a, um, a solo place for myself after spending some time with, with others for, for quite a while. And um, when I got the solo place for myself, I told her about it and how much I was enjoying it. And she made a decision to get a solo place as well. But we spoke recently and when we were just kind of corresponding back and forth, she was talking about how isolated she feels just being alone, you know, waking up alone, going to sleep alone. And... What I realize is because we are all on such different spiritual paths, for some people, just being alone can really promote a level of darkness, a level of of shadow that our spirit is not always prepared to deal with. There are other things that happen when we are in communion with other people that and these things happen subconsciously they happen without any awareness of it 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 can be something as simple as brushing your teeth in the morning because you know that you're gonna be speaking to others you know some of the symptoms of being locked and trapped in a pandemic situation is not taking a shower. (laughs) I saw another meme that says, you know, I don't know who needs to hear this, but go and take a shower today because you are still dirty. Just because you stayed in the house all day (laughs) 
does not mean that you are not dirty. Hello, I have been guilty, okay? <laughs> I've gotten up and been like, I'm here. Like, I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> and then at the end of the evening, I have had my partner just say, hey, babe, do not come in this bed <laughs> unless you wash that ass, okay? So there is definitely a lot of subconscious or underlying benefits that you get when you are in communion with people. You know, um, once upon a time in my life, my cup used to be filled just by giving to people, giving so much of myself to people really, really made me feel good. It really made me feel valuable and useful being able to be there for another, being able to impact and influence someone else's life in a very positive way. All of these things just really lifted my vibration and helped me to, to feel better. And that was me just interacting with, with one person or other people. And so there is something very, very, very moving and life-changing about going on retreat because it's it's a cocoon. If you've never been on retreat before, <laughs> I will tell you that <laughs> it's really a cocoon. It's really a safe space. It's really um, a place for you to completely relax and unwind. It's very different from vacation because a vacation or just a regular trip can be something that revs up a lot of energy. You're exploring, you're looking at different things, you are um, going on new adventures. Like that is a trip, you know, you are going on vacation, right? So you, you could be drinking all day, you know, partying all night. Like this is the life of the vacation. With a retreat, a retreat is really designed, and, and my retreat in particular is really designed to appeal to the woman who has felt burnt out, who has a need to reclaim and replenish all of the energy that she has given out, all of the energy that has been lost, all the energy that has been utilized over the past two years, you have been through a lot. Let's just be honest. Let's be real. You have been through a lot. I know I have. So I'm pretty sure that you have also had to deal with some of these energetic changes the planetary systems, the eclipses, the retrogrades. There are so many things that are happening on a day-to-day-to-day-to-day basis. Some of you have tried to escape if you're living in the U.S. You might have tried to take a little quick trip to Mexico or um, I see a lot of people going to Hawaii or Puerto Rico. You know, that seems to be the go-to destination right now for those living in America. And those places are beautiful. But if you're going there for the purposes of just getting away, maybe you're taking the children, maybe you're traveling with family, then that still does not put you in a position to completely 
reclaim all of your energy. And that is what this, this retreat and my retreats have become. My retreats have become a, an oasis for you when you are ready to really retreat, right? Even the word retreat, that word by definition is to take steps back, to move back, to retreat, to pull all of your forces, to pull all of your resources and to just take some steps back. So my retreats have really become something that is centered around luxury and around replenishment, replenishing the energy and being in communion with others. My retreats are not for people who don't understand that other people especially, you know, the women who I am around, the women who I attract, the women who I vibrate with, these are magical women. And my retreats are not for people who don't understand the value of these magical women. Magical women like yourself. If you can hear me, then that means that you too are a magical woman. Imagine all of the things that you've been through to become the person that you are today. Think about your wisdom, your gifts, how you show up, who you are, the essence of who you are. And in thinking about the essence of who you are, also consider what you bring to the table. Also consider how you have the ability and the capacity to show up in a way that just changes the vibration of the room, that really contributes to other people's happiness, how you make other people feel comfortable. Now imagine being in a room with 11 other women who are just like you, who have the gifts, who have the wisdom, who have that positive vibration that makes the soul feel complete. This is the reason that we retreat. To be in communion with other people who are just like us. Who understand, who get it, who value it, who appreciate it, who need it. I almost did not plan this retreat. This retreat came as a result of the women in my private membership, Chambers of a Goddess. The women in my private membership are amazing and they have these 
I mean, very intimate opportunities to speak their truth within the group. It's a safe, safe space. And we all do a really good job of supporting each other. They do an excellent job of being there for each other, showing up for each other. And they demanded <laughs> this retreat. I was considering it and I talked to them about it months ago and they said absolutely positively, where do we send the money? And started paying immediately. You know what you need ultimately. You know what you need. You know what your soul needs. And when your soul has demanded something from you, then your job is to just make it happen. Make it happen. If your brain demands something from you and you do not give it to your brain, then there are repercussions. If your body demands something for you, from you and you do not give it what it needs, there are repercussions. It's the same way for your soul. It is the same way for your spirit and for your soul. You have to nurture and feed your soul the same way that you feed your body. It is necessary. Before planning retreats, I had been on numerous retreats. I'd gone on several retreats and every single time I left as fresh as a lemon, as fresh as a, and crisp as a lemon. I mean, one retreat I went on, <laughs> it was just a one night retreat. And this one was with plant, plant medicine, which will be a part of our retreat in Tanzania. And this particular retreat that I went on, things were so amazing. My body, my spirit, my mind just completely felt renewed. The next day, it was like <laughs> the high that I was on, it was visible. It was visible. It was unbelievable. I had friends asking me like, what in the world? What's going on? Like, what did you do? My sister and best friend flew down from New York to surprise me because the following day was my birthday. And literally I was up from early morning and I had a presentation to do. I had a birthday celebration. Um, that same day I was doing something that I put together called Living Your Best Life Blueprint. And that was an amazingly beautiful event at Emory University in Atlanta. We sat outside. There was a, a beautiful waterfall. We enjoyed really, really great food. It was just beyond. It was beyond anything that I could have imagined. And... I did a BDSM demonstration there. The audience just completely loved it. We raised funds. We just had such a immaculate time and the night went on. The night did not end. When I tell you we were going and going, the program started probably around six. We went until probably six in the morning. We were just going and my sister was so confused. She said, what is up with you? You are on 
level 100. I have never seen you like this. And it was really just taking that time for myself in retreat that really allowed me to shed old versions and old layers of myself and to emerge anew, renewed, to emerge at another higher, deeper, more resonating, more aligned level. Every single time I've gone on retreat, I've come out at the vibration that I want to be. The retreats that I've been on have been a blessing to my soul. Because we don't always get to do soul work every single day or maybe every single week. Some of us can go months without really doing deep soul work. And then when you're doing it in isolation, to be honest, you can only get so far. There's a reason why Tibetan monks go to the temple and learn. I want you to understand that there's nothing, there's nothing inadequate about partnering with a master to go deeper in your study. I recently met my daughter's namesake. So I met another goddess. Her name is Katora. And this Katora that I met, she is one powerful, powerful, powerful magical woman. And this particular goddess, she talked about a six-year, more or less, sabbatical journey, a six-year spiritual journey that she went on with someone that she calls Queen Mother. And Queen Mother was someone who guided her through the the spirit for six years. Now, when you look at Katura, you are clear that she is grounded. She is fierce. She is powerful. She sits on her throne. When she sits, she sits on a throne. But she had a guide. She had a master. She had a mother. She had someone who took her through this journey. And being in retreat, you are allowed to roam into that space of self spiritually. And while you're roaming into that space of self, you have a guide. You have me as your guide. You have your sisters present around you. You have everything that you need to do your work. And at this point, the work is developing a deep relationship with relaxation. Developing a deep relationship with peace. With replenishment. I want you to think of yourself as a cell phone. (laughs) This retreat is akin to you taking the charger and laying the cell phone down and allowing the phone to be charged completely to 100%. Not disturbing it, not taking it out and saying I have to go out or I have to transition from place to place, no power bank, nothing. Allowing the phone, whatever phone it is, whether you're a Android user like me or 
an iPhone user like others. <laughs> yes, that was shade. Um, whatever phone it is, <laughs> just allowing yourself to be fully charged up. That is what you deserve. You've been through it. So I'm excited about this retreat. I'm excited about the power of retreats and what will happen for all of the women who are attending. If you are one of those women and you feel led to become a part of this, then by all means, please message me. The clock is ticking. The clock is literally ticking. <laughs> message me and let's chat so I can give you all of the beautiful details and answer any questions that you may have. And go ahead and make sure that you are registered and enrolled so that you can be a part of this replenishment journey, this replenishment retreat.